This is the Momentum Podcast. Welcome to a very special episode of the Momentum Podcast. This episode is an inside look at the Sharfman Summit, a event where we gather all of our members together to help them simplify their business so that they can grow and scale like crazy. As we concluded this virtual event, we asked our members what they're going back to their business to implement. What was the biggest takeaway? What was something that they heard or that they learned that truly impacted them? This is a unique opportunity for you to peek behind the curtain of the Sharfin Summit and get some key insights into what these incredible entrepreneurs are doing to create a massive impact on the world. I hope you enjoy. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them, break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny. We define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. And for you, what, what are you taking home from this? Yeah, I think that it's interesting because I was coming into the conference, I was actually feeling um, not as confident like in my role, specifically because I wasn't doing as much of the doing anymore. And wondering, you know, we're talking about like value, like how are you showing your value, you know, within the company, if you're not like doing the work, it's new for me to be um, in a strategic position. And so the main thing I'm taking away is, is getting into alignment. I feel that a lot of, I feel like every presenter touched on communication, getting that feedback, whether it's a CEO to the operator, operator to CEO, your community, your family. Like I think alignment is like my word that I'm that I'm taking from is I feel like sums up everything. So awesome. Thanks for sharing, Clary. That was, I, I, I agree. When, when we align with the people around us, it's like one of the most powerful forces in the world. I always tell people like, if you want to change your entire life, get hyper aligned with you, with their significant other, with the person you care about in the world. And that, that alignment will carry over into the alignment of the people around you. And it's just, it's uh, extraordinary. So awesome. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. Uh, Jake Prescott, you're next, man. Yeah, so I have to say my biggest impact moment was uh, when you were speaking with your wife this afternoon and addressing the intimacy that can exist in a form that I was concerned that when we put that on, we lose that emotional Mm. or intimate part of the business. And it didn't make sense to me. I know you guys have it. I feel it in the room. That was just where my fear was that when we put this on our systems, that's lost. And when you compared it to a relationship with your kids and wife, to me that I understand that I do have to structure my relationship with my 
spouse and my children to get the most out of it and to get the most intimacy out of those relationships. And so why can't I do that at work? So it's relieved that fear of the system, I'd have to say. Oh, that's awesome. That is fantastic. If it relieved your resistance to the system, I'm excited to see you in three months, Jake. It's going to be a game changer. Brent, I know you just spoke, but I committed to these little blocks. So you're next on my screen. Let's hear it. What's the biggest takeaway you're coming away from this? Well, I would say those three words this afternoon, time, connection, trust, be more consistent. It's really, that was my message I heard today. I had to be more consistent from another, from the first day to, um, but time, connection, and trust really brought it together in your presentation. So awesome, Brent. And thank you for your presentation, man. I, I'm still processing. It was awesome. Um, Robert Hartwell. What are you taking out of this? Um, the question actually that you posed, which is where am I making things hard for you? That was huge. Um, so on the last break, actually, I think Down and I had like the most fruitful 20 minutes that we've ever had. And what was interesting is I asked him, you know, hey, what essentially the question that you're asking us right now, um, you know, and I said, hey, I think it, you know, kind of boils down to communication and accountability when we were talking about the CEO operator relationship. And he said, oh, I actually process, babe, what was the other word that he used? Process and processing style and shivers. Where's Dallin? I, I, that there's a difference that we have different um, processing styles and there was something else, but I forgot it. I lost it. <laughs> All right. It was really good. Um, it, it was, um, anyway, all of that to say, mm, it was good. Processing style. And so we sat down and I said, hey, how am I making things hard for you? And he said to me, um, can I actually take the weekend to process this? And then I'll share with you on Monday. And I said, I think we can actually, after being in a relationship for four years together, you know where I'm making things hard. And I'd love to invite the space for us to talk about those things now, if you're open to it. And then he just was like, okay. So he sat down and like point number one was like, I, his mouth gets really dry when he gets nervous to talk to me. And then like that one came out and then two, three, and four all came out. And I was like, oh, I can fix that shit. This is great. Okay, amazing. You know, I was like totally sweating, but I totally, I'm just, I'm just so happy that we both gave each other that space, but I would have not been able to do that. And it would have been a conversation that we delayed till Monday that then because of the nature of where we are right now would have been delayed till next Friday versus where am I holding us up? Mm. So thank you for that. Oh, you got it, Robert. And congratulations on having the courage as a leader to invite that conversation and then to really hold space for it to happen in the moment. That's, that's not a normal way that leadership is done these days. And that's fantastic. Um, so Dustin Hart is the next one in my square. I think he knew because he bailed right as I was about to call on him. So Teresa Sandifer, I have to go over Dustin's square and go to you. Dustin, I'm coming to you next. Okay, thanks. Um, mine is more about shoring up operations, just doing the cadence. So in our daily huddle, we ask, you know, where do we need to help each other, questions, constraints, or whatever. And we do that, but I find that we seem to be picking up on interrupting each other 
still throughout the day, which is fine. We're in the same office. It's easy to do that, but I just being more intentional in a daily huddle, you know, are there some things we could ask now or, you know, maybe we could look at are, are these questions we have in the day? Can they be wait? Can we wait till the next daily huddle or at the end of the day? And um, so we're interrupting each other's thought flow and, and I'm seeing it coming back. It was a really bad habit before we started the cadence, everyone going to Bradford all throughout the day, everything came through him in, in constant interruptions and we gotten better and starting to see that creep back in. So that was my takeaway. I love it. So it's, it's protecting Bradford from that constant interruption. So he has a time and space to be creative like he needs to. I'm in. I love it. Morgan. Can you unmute and share what was the biggest one for you? And it's so good having you here. Yes. Yeah, so this is my first summit. So just thanks to everybody. This has been super, super awesome. Um, everybody's been so cool. Um, my biggest takeaway or one of the 5 million that I've gotten um, is just the systematic way that Haley and Katie handle all of your ideas um, that kind of come at them daily. So the systematic way that they don't just are like, no, can't do that. Can't do that. Um, they do look and show, go through the priorities, then walk you through like, well, if we can do this, but this is what will suffer. So just that systematic way of doing that just was like, was so good. That's awesome. And it keeps it, it like, it keeps us moving in the right direction. And then it also, when we actually need to change things, I understand what's happening. Um, yeah, that, was awesome. that was awesome. Dustin, yeah. welcome back to you. I, I told you I was coming next and then I forgot. It's all good. Sorry. I had to turn my baby over. Um, no worries. The, the coolest part of like probably my life is getting such a close look at you and Haley and your interactions together. Um, and so kind of every time I come to a summit, it's cool because I'm reminded of like how dedicated I need to be to building that relationship with our CEO. And, um, and it's not just business and it, you know, like the personal sides inevitably come in there um, because then that trust enables you to have the hard conversations and it allows you to say the things like, hey, hang on a second. Like you're not thinking clearly slow down. Like let's, let's take a, a wider look at this picture. Um, so that's like the biggest reminder for me is like, Hey, stay committed to building that relationship and stay plugged into that. So that was my biggest thing. Oh, that's so good. You know, um, when you build that relationship, it allows you to be heard. It allows you to be heard. You know, John Gottman, who um, is an incredible author and therapist, and he and his wife have written a number of books on relationships. And um, I look at them as business books. Like I read, I, the problem for me is every time I read a book, I just turn it into a business book. I read, read this book called The Fighter's Mind, and it's all about like prize fighting. And I turned it into a business book. I'm like, look, here's all the business stuff in it. Well, John Gottman's books on relationships, to me, they're just business books. And Gottman has this thing called the five to one rule. And so check this out in the research that they've done in order for a corrective comment to be heard, you have to have five positive interactions for every minor correction. And I think about that all the time with my kids. Cause I'm like, man, some days with Kennedy, I'm just correcting her from the second she gets up to the second she goes to sleep. And so like, I, I really think like, how do I get positive interactions in there? How do I spend time with them? How do I not do that? Well, same thing in the business and, and in the relationship that you have with somebody else. So 
in, in the relationship I have with Haley today, when she says, Hey, I need to talk to you about something. I know immediately, like there's, there's probably some correction coming. There's probably some place where either she's uncomfortable or I've stepped out of line or I've made something uncomfortable for her. But because we've had all of this positive interaction and all of this history together, I actually welcome those conversations. Now I don't approach them with trepidation like I used to used to. So any of you who haven't checked out any of Gottman's books. I'm looking up at the Gottman section of my bookshelf here. Um, they really are extraordinary and they, they really do provide kind of a framework for relationships, whether it's a romantic one or not, you can just remo remove all the parts about marriage and, and uh, being in a romantic relationship and it's any relationship. Like being at your house one time and you handed me a book and you said, you want to read the best business book I have ever read. And you handed me, um, I guess the seven principles for making marriage work by John Gottman. <laughs> I'm like, here's the best business relationship book. And Dan Dustin looks at it. He's like, it's not a business book. Exactly. Because the business relationship books suck. This one's really good. Uh, let's see here. Who's next on the, the row here? Catherine Crouch. Yeah, I would say my biggest takeaway from the week is when you're getting a bunch of inbound messages, like on Slack throughout the day, that it's more of a ownership issue. And that person probably doesn't fully understand what is expected or what's needed. They don't have all the resources that set them up in order to succeed. And so just taking a step back before we dive, we have all those components outlined before we ask them to do something so that, you know, we're not going back and peeing each other through the day. Um, and so I think it was, you mentioned creating systems and accountability around eliminating the symptom of people not owning stuff because we have a lot of problem with following up on the status of things or like, why aren't people contributing to this? And I think it all drives back to that message. So good, Catherine. I'm, I'm excited for you to implement that, especially in a PR agency because there's so much variability in your business that every new thing that happens, somebody could potentially come back and try and get to you and Heather for it. So the more that you can give them ownership, the more it'll, it'll eliminate that for you. I'm excited to see you do it. Thanks, Catherine. That was well thought out and uh, I appreciate it. Christos. All right. Uh, well, I am very new to this pro. We are very new to this program. Um, and there was so much I took away from it, like little things, checklists, ideas. And I was like writing everything down. And I think earlier, that's where my question to you came from with the personal and the business cadence, because I want to apply it all at once. Mm. And it's crazy because our team is, is for the short time we've all worked together. We have such an amazing team. And everything that I'm learning, I realize not only do I want to apply it for myself, but the first thing that I thought of is, oh, my team is going to love this. <laughs> like, this is going to be perfect for my team. Like, oh, this. so being able to bring this back to them and know that, you know, this is going to help so many, it's going to fix so many random little issues. Um, and it's crazy because it all just comes back to clear, structured communication. And it's so simple. Um, yeah. So I don't know, for, for me, the biggest takeaway was really, you know, the cadence itself. Uh, and I'm so excited to get it implemented and I'm so excited and happy and grateful to be a part of this group, the conversations that took place in the breakout rooms and just everything that happened throughout this whole summit. I had an amazing time and I learned a lot. So thank you to everyone. 
Yeah, welcome to the group. It's great to have you here, brother. Um, and thanks for the, the comment. Ariel, you're next. It is so good to have you in Accelerator. This is awesome. Thank you. Well, first, I want to thank Nicole for leaving the summit and meeting with me on Zoom so I could join today because I really was frantic this morning. I was like, where is everybody? Um, and how do I get in? So for me, I've really been keeping the cadence, I think, at an arm's length because I'm so resistant to structure because I've really had to, um, most structures I've been a part of, I've had to adhere to the structure versus the structure meeting me in the space that I'm in. And I really got over these past few days, this whole thing is designed to meet me in the space that I'm in. Um, and that by letting that in, that's going to be what liberates my relationship with my operator. And I think that the, I'm clearly the bottleneck in the whole thing. And that that's what's going to really create momentum for us is my allowing myself to be part of this and find a structure that really profoundly works for me. So thank you for that. And thank you for helping me figure out why I didn't get a thing this morning and how I could get in. So. Got it, Ariel. And I'm, I'm just so excited. I think I've shared this earlier. I have a personal relationship with Ariel. She runs my kid's school and my, you know, one of the things theme is like how much the challenges I had in education affected me as an adult. I often tell people that I've spent most of my adult life trying to correct the things that happened to me in school. And that's only kind of a joke. And the school that Ariel has is such an inclusive and caring and welcoming environment that my kids are literally bummed out that they're on summer break. Both of them would go to school tomorrow. If I told them they were going to hold a single day, they would just run over and go do it. And so the fact that you're in this program and we can help you expand that influence and put it out there in a bigger way, Ariel, is just incredibly exciting for me. I think there's an entire generation of kids like me, and I know kids like you that really need a Skybridge, and I want Skybridges everywhere in the world for kids who are different and kids who, who learn differently. And so thank you for what you've done for my daughters and for our family. I'm so privileged to be able to help you in this group. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. Um, Susie, you're on your own now. So I can come to you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. One of my many children crawled. I think uh, I had so many takeaways. This was really lovely. And I'm so glad I got to come to my, my first one of these events. Uh, but uh, on the first day, I think it might've even been Cadence Day. Uh, Alex, you mentioned someone in here had just moved themselves out of the CEO role and put someone else on their team into that role. Like they'd worked themselves out of the CEO role. And I did not know that was a possibility. So now I have a goal is to get Rachel to work, our team to work Rachel out of that role. Cause I think it would be incredible. Um, and I'm a Capricorn. So now I have something to work towards, which makes me happy. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> so that was the big one for me. And then right behind that is, is learning more about coaching, uh, you know, rather than managing, I've always said, like, I'm not a coach. Don't come to me for coaching. I'm the person you come to if you want me to get something done. Or my phrase is always, no, here, I'll do it. And uh, learning how to valuable. So Love it. Thank you so much for sharing and for putting your sign out there because apparently that's uh, that's creating some fanship over there in the chat. Um, Takora, when I came to you earlier, you weren't there. So if now that you're here, I would love to get your reflection. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try not to cry. <laughs> I always do that at the end of these. I, I'm just really re-energized. And it's so funny, like, 
I was talking with Ashley. I was like, I just can't wait for can't wait for the summit. Like when we came from the last summit, we literally we weren't supposed to, but we were on such a high. Like we worked throughout the entire Monday. We were like, I worked. She was like, I did too. I was just so excited. Um, and I have that similar feeling as well. Just just what I'm comforted by is a lot of the things that were shared. Highlights for me were basically saying like, hey, you delaying gratification can literally not only explode your business, but bring more peace into your mind, your life. And again, I am really comforted by the fact that I can now settle into strategic mode, not survival mode and really change my default setting. Literally you came from my entire life when you said that uh, thinking of an idea and then trying to implement it is such a five figure mindset. I was like, Oh my gosh, Alex. I mean, he should have just added me next time to say act to core. I like I'm talking to you. So that really changed my perspective because that's what I often go back to. I have this idea. I want to implement, implement, implement. It's like, no, no, no. You are in six, seven, eight figure mode now. Like this is the rooms that you're in now. So you have to promote your perspective. So this entire conference really promoted my perspective and I'm so thankful. Oh, um, thank you so much for your presentation. As as expected by all of us, it was extraordinary. And thanks again for being here. And I love that, that uh, I'm going to start telling people that that immediate implementation is a five figure habit. You've got like hardwire that if you're like, ooh, I need to do this now. Remember, you are racing down the billionaire code. You're not looking left, you're going left. Hey there, this is Eddie Kirk with Alex Sharfin's team. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Momentum Podcast. Listen, if you're ready to take the next step, if you're ready to understand the systems and processes and frameworks that we teach entrepreneurs to grow and scale their business with confidence, we're ready to help you. If you go to billionairecode.com right now, you can get on a call with a member of our coaching team and find out which one of our coaching programs best fit the needs of your business right now. We know that when you are clear on where you're going and you're excited about the outcome, you will put the accelerator pedal to the floor and you won't let up. Let us help you get into momentum, grow and scale your business, and make the impact that you've always known you should. Go to billionairecode.com right now to get started. We'll see you there.